On this week's episode of Gambling Feud, it is the NFL playoffs. We are very excited. We break down every single matchup and bring on a guest and my very dear friend, Wyatt Holstoff. You'll know him on, you probably know him on Twitter. If you don't, you absolutely should follow him on Twitter at Westo Bale. We break down every single NFL wildcard game. We give our predictions for the Super Bowl. We do it all. It is the NFL playoff preview show. Before we get started, we want to thank you all once again for listening to every single episode, or if this is your first time listening, listening to this episode as well, just know that the Coda Cappers, the Gambling Feud podcast, everything within the Coda Sports Gambling Network is growing. We are getting better. We are going to improve on content. We got a lot of contests coming up. Follow us at Coda Cappers, at Feud Gambling. There's a lot of great stuff that's happening. We are really, really excited, but if you're ready, let's get to our NFL preview show, Locked and Loaded. Let's have a show. Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic. Gambling Feud. Partner with Coda Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Hitting checks. Hitting necks. I bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks Hitting them wagers, knocking my pacer Doing it major, LA Lakers Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks I don't need the keys when I get the locks Hitting them wagers, knocking my pacer Doing it major, LA Lakers Welcome everyone to the Gambling Feud Podcast Presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network We are on episode 79 College football season officially over after Georgia absolutely schlacked TCU. We are on to the NFL. The NFL playoffs have begun. This is the NFL playoff preview show. Uh, we have a very special guest on today, but as always, my name is Kyle Comish. You can find me on Twitter at Kyle. And joining me for 79 episodes is my cousin and co-host. You can find him on Twitter at DJ Low 4422 DJ Luch. DJ, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, Kyle. We got the NFL playoffs, you know, coming up this weekend. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I love the NFL. It's my favorite. Um, I like it more than college football. Obviously, last night's here, Monday night's game was just a disgrace to football in general. Um, you know, shout out Georgia. They obviously are far and away the best team in the league. But we're, we're on to the NFL. That's what I care about. These are the best of the best, you know, the cream of the crop. And we get to talk about it. So I'm excited. Yes, abs- absolutely. Um. Yeah, Bo is put on the college football season, but we're focused on the NFL for this show. And uh, the guest we have on today, DJ, it's it's been a long time coming for this guest. You know, we, we probably should have had him on way earlier than what we are now. But this is a guy, one of my best friends. He got me into football, got me into fantasy football, you name it. He's the, the guy I always talk sports with before I talk sports weekly with you is this guy right here. So I'm really excited to have him on. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at West Bale. If you follow any Minnesota Vikings people, he's probably in their mentions. He's probably uh, quote tweeting them, you name it. But we got my dear friend, Wyatt Holsoff. How are we doing today, sir? I am doing good, sir. It's good to talk to you, DJ. Good to see you again. It's been a, since Kyle's wedding, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. So good to see you again. And I'm uh, excited to talk to you boys about the NFL playoffs. But First, I, I just wanted to share a quote. When Kyle asked me to be on the podcast, this quote immediately came to my mind. So it's it's by an unknown author, but I'm going to share it with you, all right? 
right. Whopper, 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 Whopper. Junior double, triple Whopper. Flame grill taste with perfect toppers. I want this day. Now that, what what goes better with football than that? Am I right? Spot on. Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because you're gonna you're gonna be hearing those dumb commercials about a hundred times during these playoffs. Whopper, so you might as well get started now. It's yeah, catchy. It's a little catchy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna hear that old <laughs> name, like hashtag sorry not sorry commercial. Like oh, that's I, I hated that commercial. <laughs> uh. I feel like all <laughs> on a side tangent here. I feel like all like marketing teams nowadays are just awful. Like the garbage they put out on commercials. I'm like, who okayed this? Like who watched that commercial? Like, yeah, that's the final edit. That's the one. Like you guys spend feel, all these money and it's terrible. Yeah, I feel like they they try their hardest to be as cringy as possible because <laughs> that's because that's the only way people will talk about your commercial. If it's good, no one's going to talk about it. But if it's cringy, people are going to be like. God, that commercial's awful. Yep. Yeah. Spot on. Commercials have definitely changed since we've been, um, since we've grown up for sure. But mm-hmm. even the Super Bowl commercials aren't as good as they used. No, to. they really aren't. Not even close. Not even close to what they used to be. But but every year, you know, I still look forward to them because I'm hoping that there's one or two gems. Yep. Yep, and and and, and sometimes there is, but I'm but I mean I remember like when I was in like middle school, or late elementary school. I mean there was probably five or six a Super Bowl that just made you gut laugh mm-hmm. all the time. Now you might get yeah. one if you're lucky. You get one. Yeah, I mean that's how bad they are. There are Super Bowl commercials from back then that I still like in my head quote or think about, like the Betty White Snickers commercial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That like, <laughs> there's a couple Doritos ones too that were hilarious. Yeah, Doritos always seemed to knock it out of the park for the longest time. I I will say though, like, not gonna go off on an hour long tangent about commercials, but I do want to say the, <laughs> the the one commercial either it was either last Super Bowl or a couple Super Bowls ago. The Cheetos commercial was Shaggy. And Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Do you guys remember that one? That yeah. was that was one that made me go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. That was, that was probably one of the only good ones. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, side side notes. But yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good uh, commercial conversation. Anyways, but we're here to talk about the NFL. We got on a uh, NFL guru. I would say we got DJ's an NFL guru. I know quite a bit about the NFL, so we're gonna have a really good conversation. We're gonna talk. Every single wild card game, we're going to do analysis. We'll do a little betting analysis as well. This is just a pure NFL playoff preview show. I've been excited for the NFL playoffs for a long time. Now that college football season is over, all my attention is going to be going to the NFL now. Yep. Yeah, it's that time of the year that we all, we're all rooting for, and you're hoping your team's in the playoffs, and you're hoping your team look, looks good, um, and you're just excited. It's, it's an exciting time because really anyone can win. I mean, we've seen some – awful Giants teams just go on runs with Eli Manning and their defense. And it's, it's really who gets hot. And I mean, what was it? Was last year, the bill, the famous bills chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like you just get insane games where you're like, what, or what was the one when like, were the Texans down a ton and came back? Oh, or were they up a they, ton? Yeah. And blew they were up it? a the, ton. They were up 24 on the chiefs and the chiefs. Yeah. Game. Yeah. And then the chiefs 
steamrolled them and won by like 20 points. Like the, I don't know if the Texans even scored again after they went up. Yeah. yeah so there's just it's anything can happen score. and the game, the game's never over. I mean, I remember TB 12 mm-hmm. leading the most insane 28 to three comeback. I mean, down 28, three, but one of the best Super Bowl comebacks I've ever seen in my, the best. I mean, other than the Vikings mm-hmm. comeback that you guys obviously witnessed firsthand. That was, amazing. I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. That was the best. Yeah, they wanted to leave. Those, Those guys wanted to leave oh, that shut game. up. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, hey, to, hey. Quote, to quote what actually happened, Wyatt said, if they score another touchdown, we're leaving. And me, they never scored Kyle, another touchdown. Me and he Kyle said, he said Williams the agreed to that. Yeah, me and Kyle Williams agreed to that. And then you guys were like, okay, that makes sense. And then they didn't score again. So, not saying it was us that helped the comeback, but I think we did have something to do with it. Yeah, well, why and, why and Kyle, damn. And and Brady had that Ken A. Wongu jersey on, support you know, supporting the Iowa State guy. And the second he took that off, the Vikings started coming back. So Brady so right was really was, their downfall. Correct. Yep, yep. exactly. Yep. Always comes back to Brady. <laughs> Oh gosh, but well, hey, gentlemen, let's not di- let's dive into the NFL playoffs here. Let's talk about uh, the matchups here. Before we get to the matchups, let's just talk about really quick about the teams that got the first round by in the NFC. We got the Philadelphia Eagles getting the first round by, and the AFC some controversy there. But at the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs got the first round by. Just um, overall thoughts about these two teams. How do we feel about the two number one seeds? I'll open it up to either of you to start. Well, the Eagles are going to be a tough, tough team to beat, especially in Philadelphia. That is a, speaking from experience, a nasty place to play. And, you know, the Chiefs haven't really been the dominant team in the AFC for the last four or five years. You know, I know the Bengals went last year, but it was an upset that they did. So, you know, both of these teams – you know, deserve to be there. Unfortunately for the Eagles, I, I don't really like. I don't really like the Eagles, so <laughs> I'm trying to be nice and and fair to them. But them getting hurts back is is huge. And it, like I said, it's going to be really hard for a team to go in there and and beat them. Yep. And and I I was just going to say too. I think you nailed it right on the head. That I think the two number one seeds have probably one of the better atmospheres of all the teams in the playoffs. Like Philadelphia, they have really crazy and electric fans. And every every NFL team that I've kind of ha- like talked about with the fans, have heard players interview with that about it. They say the worst atmosphere to go in, like the hardest atmosphere to play in, is in Arrowhead in Kansas City. So I think those two atmospheres are going to play a big, big part in that. But for the Eagles, like who would have thought how good of a season Jalen Hurts has had? Like, I would have never really predicted. I think that trade with A.J. Brown really, really helped in having him yeah. and Devonta Smith at wide receiver has really been in, big for him. And the Chiefs are just a wagon, like you said, Wyatt. The past five years, they've just been the team to beat. I know they only have one Super Bowl to prove with that. But they're still an absolute wagon. Mahomes playing very, very well. The, I think the two number one seeds are going to be very, very tough in the playoffs. Do I think they win? We'll see later on in the show. But I do think those two teams – are very going to be very very tough come playoff time. Yeah, I, the Eagles are not playing their best football right now. Uh, obviously, you know Lane Johnson going down really hurt them. He's a, a star, a stud. I believe left tackle. Uh, you know that's a very important position when you have a right-handed quarterback. 
So they've just, with him being out, you know, obviously Jalen being out, they've really not been trending in the right direction. So they're, they're actually coming into this playoffs not in a good position. Now their defense is still dynamite. You know, their their home atmosphere is dynamite. And when Hurts is healthy, when the offense is healthy, this is an electric team, you know, a tough team to play. There's a lot of things you have to defend. It's not like one thing you have to defend. So they're a very solid team, but obviously just not trending in the right direction. That doesn't mean that they can't pick it up. But I'm a little cautious on the Eagles. Still well-deserving of the one seed. You know, they played, they earned it. And then the Chiefs, on the other hand, I think they're kind of the opposite. I think they're, you know, starting to peak. They're starting to play really well. You know, they Mahomes is doing Mahomes stuff. Andy Reid is obviously the mastermind behind it all. They started to use Jarek McKinnon. I wish he was still a Vike. I love Jarek McKinnon. He's a beast. He's a dog. Um, they're starting to use him. The, you know, the Chiefs have a lot of low-key weapons. Like, their receiving core is actually – really deep now it's i wouldn't say they don't have top end talent you know they don't have that tyree kill that um justin jefferson cooper cup you know they don't have one of those guys but they have just a bunch of like mid to average guys when you have five of those guys you got a decent chunk if one of them gets hot or if one of them has a mismatch uh, you know they can really take advantage so the chiefs are going to be deadly um i believe them and um the 12th man in seattle are like two highest decibels every year they battle for who has the highest decibels um like loudest stadium essentially uh, and the Chiefs and the, so the Chiefs have one of the loudest stadiums, and their fans are nuts, and they're they're drinking the red Kool Aid, which I would too if I was in Kansas City. You know why wouldn't you? you got an amazing team, a fun team. So yeah, never never count the Chiefs out. Um, so yeah, two two electric one seeds for sure. And I will say too, one thing you brought up when you bring up Lane Johnson, I'd argue that the Eagles might have the best offensive line in the NFL too. On top of all that, you know when Lane Johnson's healthy, they have him, they have Jason Kelsey, they have Jordan Mailata. I mean, that's that's a very, very solid offensive line. I think that's what help, has helped Hurts uh, improve as well. But, yeah, that, that was a point I forgot oh, no to doubt. make as well, is that, that offensive line might be one of the best in the NFL, if not the best. They're, they're really, really strong in the trenches, absolutely, on both sides of the ball. Their defensive line is nasty, too. A quarterback can only do so much to kind of make up for a bad offensive line. We saw that when the Chiefs played the Bucs in the Super Bowl. Like, the Chiefs' O-line was terrible. The Chiefs immediately addressed that issue, and their O-line's actually pretty tight now. They're, they're pretty solid now. Um, but, you know, the, the whole, whereas if you have a great O-line, your quarterback doesn't have to be as good. He has more time. You can establish the run. Like, it opens up so many doors for your quarterback to be – he doesn't have to be flawless. Excuse me. So yeah, it's both of these teams, deadly O lines, dead deadly teams, like teams I would not want to face at, at on the road. No sir, do not want to see them on my schedule. Yep, absolutely. Well, that was a good conversation about the one seeds, gentlemen. But uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through every single wild card game. We're gonna go in chronological order of the when the games are gonna be played, and then we will. Um, well, basically what we'll do is we'll break down every single game. We'll do just like analysis, and then we'll do a betting breakdown as well. So you get kind of a mix of both with all of us. But uh, let's get started in the NFC. So the first game of the playoffs is being played Saturday at 3.30 on Fox. We get the seven-seed Seattle Seahawks, 9-8, and eight, going to the number two San Francisco 49ers, 13-4. and four. Uh, I'll give a line really quick, but we don't have to focus on that right away. But the line right now is 49ers minus 9.5 and an over-under of 43. So um, what I will say is I got to give all the props in the world to a guy that I never thought I'd give props to, and that's Brock Purdy. 
I mean, just just how good a ball he's been playing as of lately, going from Mr. Irrelevant, which, by the way, like, Wyatt, I know you're an Iowa State fan and can attest to this. He was awful in college. He he had his ups and downs, that's for sure. And the way that, like, Iowa State diehards, I'm, I, I'm a casual fan because, you know, my, my dad and my grandpa, they went to Iowa State and they're they're the diehards in the family. Sure. The way that they talked about Purdy made him sound like a god. And when but when I would watch him, I'd be like, you know, he's he's good. He has the skill, but he just he he has too much of that that bozo in him where he'll just right. make the dumbest pass at the worst time. And he hasn't done that yet. And you know, maybe that's the 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 Kyle Shanahan uh mastery at work that's that's beaten that out of them so far so yeah, i agree with you he's playing some really good ball and and as like as, as an iowa state fan it would be really cool to see them go far yeah absolutely absolutely it, it would be but yeah he's playing phenomenal uh, i think that uh acquisition of christian mccaffrey has made their offense extremely better i like that as well iuke is playing good ball george kittle's finally getting in the mix he wasn't at first for a while there but he's finally getting in the mix in a little bit and that 49ers defense is absolutely nasty so i'm really really impressed overall on both sides of the field of the 49ers but the seahawks aren't a slouch team by any stretch of the imagination no i know they just barely made the playoffs by the way thank you detroit by the way i think we can all agree on thank that. you People- detroit keeping green bay out of the playoffs but uh yeah, Geno Smith, nobody expected him to play good. He's been playing really well. Kenneth Walker, like we said before, uh, pre-show, 1,000-yard rusher. DK Metcalf's been really well. Lockett's been playing decent ball. So, yeah, we'll kind of see how it goes. I won't give my line quite yet. I want to hear what you two got to say about the game. But, yeah, I think I think the 49ers are very talented on both sides of the ball. And I think Seahawks are kind of coming in with a little Cinderella vibe. So we'll kind of see what you guys think. But, uh uh, DJ, we'll go to you next. What are your thoughts on just this matchup in general? Yeah, San Francisco's hot right now. They're playing well. They're trending in the right direction. I believe, what, 10 wins in a row for them. Uh, and Seattle's kind of had the chip on the shoulder all year. You know, no one thought they'd be anything. No one, like, People kind of thought Geno was washed, and they look pretty good. Obviously, they're 9-8. and eight. You know, they didn't dominate or anything, but they far uh, succeeded expectations. Like, they did way better than anyone thought. Um, you know, if this was at Seattle, maybe I would lean a little different, but I think the 49ers have this game. I mean, it's it's theirs to lose, I guess. You know, Brock Purdy's playing excellent. You know, I think it helps getting almost a whole year to study. Uh, and then also having the weapons he has, and you know, obviously Debo and McCaffrey are just insane one, two, and then you add in Kittle, who wasn't being utilized, and Brock Purdy knows how to utilize him. Shout out what Charlie Kohler was who he had back in the day. So yep. You know, he knows how to use good tight ends. Um, and Kittle's obviously just phenomenal. Um, yeah, 49ers defense is insane. Um, for plays, I lean the under here. I think that it won't be that high scoring of a game. I think the 49ers defense is going to kind of clamp Seattle a little bit. Um, and I think the Seahawks defense is good enough to kind of hold the 49ers in check a little bit. I think it'll be a, more of a low scoring affair, if anything. Um, Point spread, though, I got I to gotta go Seattle here. Nine and a half's a lot, and everyone and their mother's on the 49ers. Everyone and their mother. I, Everyone is betting on the 49ers. So I lean Seattle. Nine and a half's a lot of points. I think it'll be a close game. You know, I think the 49ers can still dominate the game, but it'll, it'll be close. It'll be low scoring. Uh, Seattle will cover. The under will hit. 49ers move on. 
Uh, really quick before yeah. Wyatt goes, I was just gonna I was just gonna say really quick my play since DJ gave his. I'm on the under as well. I don't think this is gonna be a high scoring affair. I think this is gonna be very very close, and I think these defenses are gonna hold each other in check. So I also like the under as well. But uh, why wrap it up? What are your thoughts about this matchup, and if you have any plays in this game? I, I I'm with you guys on the under. Like DJ hit the nail on the head. It's it's the two defenses I think are gonna be a little too nasty in this game, but. I will, I will say one thing about this matchup. They've already played each other twice, and San Francisco has come on top both times. It's really hard to beat the same team three times. So, you know, I think out of all the matchups in the wild card weekend, this is the most likely, in my opinion, for the underdog to win. Oh, wow. For that, okay. for that reason. Just because – it's really hard to beat the same team three times. They know each other very well. I don't. I don't think it'll happen. But if 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 any underdog wins this weekend, I would put my money on Seattle. Okay. Very good. All right, gentlemen. Let's transition to the next uh, wild card game. That game being played Saturday at seven fifteen on Fox. We get the five seed Los Angeles Chargers, who are ten and seven. And the four seed Jacksonville Jaguars, who are nine and eight. Uh, line right now, basically a pick 'em, but Chargers are, are one point favorites and an over under of 47 and a half. Uh, I started last time. So, uh, why you went last last time? I, we'll let you go first this time. What are your overall thoughts on this matchup? Any plays you got? Anything like that? You said the over under was 47 and a half? 47 and a half. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I... I, I I feel in the under on this one again on on that one. I I think that the Chargers have a better team, but it's really going to come down to the coaching. I am not a Brandon Staley fan. I think he I think every time that they lose, it feels like it's because of a dumb decision he's made. So it's really going to come down to does he make the right decisions in a close game? And I just don't trust him to do that. So, but, and, and on the other side of the, of the field, you have Doug Peterson, who is a Super Bowl winning head coach. He has been in the playoffs before. He, he knows what needs to happen in order for his team to win these kinds of games. So I, I think I'm going to take the Jaguars in this one. I, I think it'll be a low, a lower scoring game. Again, but I I like the Jaguars in this one. Okay, uh, D, do you want to go? Yeah, this one's tough for sure. Obviously, I think the Chargers kind of underperformed this year. I know they went ten and seven, but with the weapons they have, both defense and offense, like they have a ton of good players, and they just really didn't put it together. I know they dealt with a lot of injuries and stuff like that. Um, Jacksonville slapped the Chargers when they played the only time they played this season, yep. I believe it was 38 to 10. It was at home for the Chargers too. Um, and Jacksonville just kind of jumped them. Jacksonville's hot. They're playing well. Um, you know, they, I think Jacksonville's kind of a year or two ahead of schedule. Um, you know, they're, they're peaking earlier, kind of like what the Bengals did. Like no one expected them to be here yet. Um, so with that, you know, Jacksonville definitely, I think has a chance to make like a run. I don't think they have a chance to win. But they have a nasty defense. Uh, they play better at home, obviously. Um, but 
I actually lean Chargers here. I, I got to go with the weapons, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and then if Mike Williams plays, Mike Williams, obviously. You know, Justin Herbert's, Justin Herbert's that guy. He's a gamer. You know, he shows up in the big moments, and he's just a good player. Now, did he deserve Offensive Rookie of the Year over Justin Jefferson? No way in hell did no. he deserve that. That, that was ridiculous. Nope. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But he's still, you know, a great player. Um, so I, I lean the Chargers. Chargers are 7-2 and two at covering the spread on the road this season. Um, which I, I think that speaks a lot. They're able to cover, able to win and cover uh, on the road when it's tough. Obviously, that Denver game was kind of weird, you know, the last game of the season. I, you know, how much were the Chargers focused? Were they kind of looking on to, you know, next week in the playoffs, even though they didn't know who they were playing? You know, did they kind of discredit Denver? Um, yeah, I'm just – I'm throwing that one out. Uh, yeah, I'll ride the Chargers here. I don't really have an over-under play. I, I don't know. I lean under um, just because I think – It'll be a you know more defensive game, but I, I I don't have an official play. I'm riding Chargers though. Okay, sounds good. Uh, for me personally, uh, Jacksonville they're hot right now. I mean they have won seven out of their last ten. They've won five. They've won five in a row. Uh, they came they came back from down in the division to come back and win the AFC South. We're not going to talk about that. We won't reflect on that. <laughs> a lot. Why not, Kyle? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't really that close or anything like that. No team blew a lead or had a QB get hurt, but uh, side notes. But um, <laughs> I will say, though, DJ, I really like the point you made about the Chargers defense. They're very, very solid defensively. You know, they got that tranquil. They got uh, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Oh, Kenneth Murray, excuse me. They got Derwin James. They got a lot of weapons defensively and offensively. But Jacksonville, like I said, they're a team of destiny right now. They had no business being in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence has been playing a lot better since they got rid of Urban Meyer and they get brought in Doug Peterson. He's been playing really well. ETN is a thousand yard rusher this season. Who would have predicted that? Christian Kirk is playing really, really well. A, a bunch of their receivers have the most receptions in their career this season for the Jaguars. I think they're a team of destiny. I'm going to go with wide on this one. I like the Jags in this game. I think they're a team of destiny. They had no business being in the playoffs. I think they're going to come with a fire under their ass. And I think they're going to win this game. So I'm going to go with the Jaguars. So. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I want to, I want to just say something to anyone who's listening. These two know more about the betting side of it than I do. So do not take your, your betting <laughs> advice from me. I, I'm begging you. If you like your money, do not take it from me. <laughs> well, I mean, this me. one's essentially a pick them though. Well, like you just pick who's going to win. That's fair. That's fair. But. I'm, I'm just giving people a warning. Yeah, give the disclaimer. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. big disclaimer. We've had we've had people with uh, far less knowledge about betting come on this show and did. I mean, my wife was on the show for crying out loud. <laughs> she was. We we asked who our favorite or the our best running backs of all times were, and she said, "I don't even know what a running back is." Uh, That's true. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I remember I asked her too, and I got to give a shout out to her. You know, she lets me watch sports all the time. So she's kind of starting to, she, believe it or not, she is starting to learn a little bit. She's been watching and kind of learning and stuff like that. But I asked her after the show, I said, if you were to make a guess on what a running back does, what would you say? And she paused and she thought about it for a second and she goes, run? I'm like, there you go. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. You're learning. And the answer is Adrian Peterson. So that's what that's, she would have said. we both said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, move on now. Let's move on to the su uh, the Sunday games. We start with the game at noon. We get the seven-seed Miami Dolphins, nine and eight of the two-seed Buffalo Bills, 13 and three. 
Uh, line right now, Bills minus nine and a half and an over under of 46. Uh, DJ, why don't you start this game? Yeah, I mean, what is the status? Is Tua playing? Do we know for sure? He's questionable still. He's questionable. Yeah. The Bills – so the Bills win this game. I think that's that's obvious. The Bills are so bad at covering. They just do not cover the spread. I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, they're, they're winning this game for sure. Um, Over-under, I have no idea. I really don't have a play. If if Tua plays, I lean Dolphins plus 9.5. Uh, if Tua doesn't play, obviously, I guess I lean Bills minus 9.5. Um, I don't know. This is a bad draw for the Dolphins. The Bills are just good. The Bills have, like, extra motivation now after the whole Hamlin thing like not that they're a team of destiny but it's starting to look like things are going in their way they're starting to play well the team's bonded like the team is a unit they have weapons both defensively and offensively they have a good head coach they have a star quarterback like Naeem Hines apparently is the GOAT I don't know why the Colts let him go (laughs) um yeah Uh, I I ride Bills here but for spread betting purposes I lean the Dolphins just because the Bills are atrocious at covering especially big spreads yeah and 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 I kind of see that too uh yeah Tua is questionable I think even Teddy is questionable as well so they might if Tua and Teddy don't play they are going to go to Skylar Thompson probably I also read uh, (laughs) yeah Right. <laughs> Kansas State great Skylar Thompson. Um I also read online that Mostert is a broken thumb. They're not sure if he's going to be what his status for the game is as well. Um yeah, the the Bills, I mean ever since that Hamlin with that Hamlin thing, they beat a very very talented Patriots team by 12 points last week. The Bills right now are kind of riding a high. They're playing really really good football as of lately. And I know they're not very good at covering the spread, but I just think that whole Hamlin incident, and for good reason, is fighting a fire under the ass. I'm going to go against you, DJ. I think they cover this nine and a half point spread. I think they win by double digits, especially because, like I said, we don't know the status of Tua. We don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. We don't know if Mostert is going to play. There's just a lot of question marks for me. The Dolphins have had a phenomenal season thus far. I I think you can't discount them in any way. You know, the acquisition of Tyreek is big for them. But yeah, like you said, DJ, Bills are a wagon right now. Josh Allen's playing really good football. Diggs is playing really well. Singletary's had a really solid season. I think they cover a nine and a half point spread, and I think they're going to win this game and make it pretty decently far in the playoffs. So I'm taking the Bills minus nine and a half and to win this game. Yeah, I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you just said, sir, because I, I think it even goes back before the the Demar Hamlin incident where back to last January where they lost to to the Chiefs in that amazing game uh it, they they have had a fire lit under their butt ever since then and I think the Demar Hamlin incident just lit it even more so I I don't see a scenario where they lose this game if I I, I would I'm gonna guarantee it I'm gonna guarantee the Bills win this game okay yeah, no, yeah, I would I would put go. that up there. Like, if I had to choose one team that I know is for sure getting out of the first round, it'd be the Bills. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree with that. And and shout out, by the way, Damar Hamlin. I, I don't know about you guys. I watched that live, mm-hmm. and it made me sick to my stomach. So the fact that he uh. got out in, what was it, about like a week he got he got mm-hmm. out already? I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. Uh, just yeah. great news. It's, it, yeah, yep. really best-case scenario when it was worst-case scenario. Like, it really flipped. 
uh, and amazing news and shout out to everybody for all, you know, everything everybody did for, for that whole situation, all the donations made. I think Gronk, I don't know if you guys saw Gronk donated like, um, what was it? 69,000 or something with 69. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was some, some 69. I was like, Gronk, you dog, you. Um, well, yeah, never change of- Gronk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, the whole $2,500 goal. And I think it reached 8 million. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, big shout out to the bills training staff and, and like, life lifesavers like going going above and beyond the line of duty because these guys you know you're not supposed to see that kind of thing happen in in sports and you know thank god they were there and thank god there wasn't you know a quay walker there to push them around because what a a punk what a punk big time Uh, well and one thing i was telling people too is like People who don't play football don't realize it, but I know you two played football and I played football as well. But shoulder pads are stringed together by strings for a reason like that. So what they were able to mm-hmm. do, they were able to cut his jersey open and cut open his shoulder pads to give him CPR. Yeah. Like There's a yep. reason that, that I, I thought it was stupid that it was always connected by string and stuff like that, but it's for that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely something you never think about until – you know, something awful like that happens. And like you said, you know, thank, thank God that, that he's doing a lot better and that he's, he's out of Cincinnati and, and, and back home. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, good news all around. And that's why I just think the bills are going to, I'd be with you guys too. If I had to say like DJ said, and like you said, why, if there's one team that's going to get out of the first round, it will be the bills, I think. So. Yeah. Now that we've all pretty much said that they're going to lose. Yeah, lock it in. <laughs> yeah, yep, lock it in. But uh, well, let's transition now, fellas. Let's go to the uh afternoon game, the game that I know you two will be watching. We got the six seed New York Giants coming in at nine, seven, and one, coming to Minneapolis to take on the three seed Minnesota Vikings, 13 and four. That game being played at 3 30 on Fox. Line right now, it is consensus. On every single sports book, Vikings minus three and an over under a 48 and a half. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't let Wyatt start on this. I know DJ's <laughs> the Vikings fan too, but Wyatt is very involved in the Vikings community. I would be remiss if I didn't let Wyatt start this. Okay. Um, I, th- I, hmm, I would go over on this one because the, the Vikings seem to always, their offense always seems to score a lot of points and their defense always seems to allow a lot of points. It's, it's, it's great fun all around every week with this team. Uh, I think that they'll win. They have a better team than the Giants do, but I'm really, really hoping that their good luck and their good juju that they've had in one score games doesn't come back to bite them because they haven't lost a, a one score game yet this year. So knock on wood, please. It'd be, it would be nice if they just blew them out of the water, but uh, what was it? The, they're a three point favorite. Three point favorite. Yep. Across all. Yeah. Blocks. That's, yep. That's, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a three point game. I, I, <laughs> I I know this team and I know that that's how they operate. It's it's going to almost guaranteed to be a three-point game. But hey, 
Division champs, baby. Let's go. Hey, let's, let's go. go. I like it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're add on. <laughs> I love it. We're we're doing it. We're I it's really hard to talk about this game and not show the bias because look, the Giants have exceeded everybody's expectations. Brian Dable has really turned this team around from the absolute dumpster fire that Joe Judge left last year. Saquon is running the ball very well. He has all year. Daniel Jones actually looks like a competent quarterback. How does that happen? Right. So, look, don't count the Giants out because, like I said, the Vikings defense is not good. And the the Giants offense playing a lot better with Ryan Dable as their as their coach than they have the last you know however many years it's been since they've been in the playoffs all right well I'd be remiss if I didn't like DJ go next so I'll have DJ (laughs) the other Vikings fan on the panel yeah Wyatt made almost every single point that I was thinking um spot on analysis there uh maybe just our Viking bias the Vikings are winning this game by three points. So if you're a better, you got to buy this down to two and a half. You have to buy this down for two and a half, or you have to eat the juice and take Vikings money line. Vikes are winning this game. It's at home. It, it, it's it's going to be way closer than it needs to be, but the Vikes are going to find a way. And, you know, I'm, I'm tired of everyone shit talking the Vikes for, you know, having a negative point differential, but being 13 and four, 13 and four. Um, you know, and the fact that they've what they have eleven victories and or eleven and zero in one score games. Mm-hmm. The the Giants are have nine victories, right? All of eight of those nine are in one score games. No one's talking about that. Not a soul is talking about the Giants have done basically what the Vikings have done. Now, shout out to the Giants. You know, hell of a rebuild. You know, they obviously way overseeded the expectations. I mean. We, we have an NFC East that used to be called what the NFC least that has three yeah. teams in like the NFC, you know, other than the commanders who are kind of a joke, even though they did pretty decent. They were like, decent they this year. Yeah. They weren't yeah. all, they just couldn't figure out who their quarterback was all year. They just, I don't even know if they know right now who their quarterback is. Obviously it should be <laughs> Sam Howell, but I, I think they would start Heineke like, they, they, yeah. Vikes are winning this game. They're going to win by three exactly. So bid it down to two and a half. Um, you know, being at the being at home stadium, it, the the crowd's gonna go and the weapons the Vikings have. Uh, I also like the over at home games, the over seven and two uh, for Viking home games. So I, I like the over. I think it'll be high scoring affair as the Vikings just don't want to play defense. Uh, and then the Giants are kind of on a skid right now. I believe they're two five and one. Um, in their or two five two yeah two five and one in their last seven games. Like they're not playing their best football. And the Vikings, the Vikings seem honestly like a team of destiny right now. Like the, it's either that or they're the most overrated team we've ever seen. It's one of the two because you can't win eleven game one score games. You can't be thirteen and four and have a negative like point differential like without being a team of destiny, a team that can just find a way to win. Like there is a skill in that in constantly finding a way to win games. So yeah, I, I got the Vikes in this matchup for sure. I I don't think they lose. Uh, you know, Giants. I hope we lost DJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to wrap up this, to wrap up uh, th- this game, um, I I hate that you and DJ went before me because you guys said the exact points I was going to say. I think it is absolutely foolish that the books aren't giving up an edge or a, a hook of some kind because I think the Vikings 
like if you would have told me before like this started how I think they do I think they'd win by a field goal I absolutely do I think the books are being foolish not giving the hook I think this is going to be a Vikings win for sure I think this wouldn't be a bad time to throw in like a few like odd plays or some player props stuff like that like I can very well see the Giants having a lead at halftime so I think doing like a Giants first half money line might not be that bad of a play maybe parlay that with a Vikings full game money line might not be too bad I think Jefferson is going to have a bounce back game and he's going to play really really well this game and maybe do his uh his receiving total over but I do think the Vikings win this game and like you both alluded to I think the books are foolish for not giving the hook I think they win by three points I think that's a very very fair thing to say especially because didn't they win by three points the last time they played didn't Joseph make that 60 yarder you have 61 yards that didn't win by three though did it I thought or was it tied at the time it was was, was tied it was yeah for some reason I thought they were down Oh, well, either way, but I yeah, they were they were they were tied. I'm, I'm almost certain they were. I'll trust you. But anyway, Tennessee Titans, great, Greg Joseph. <laughs> you got it's it done that day, Titans. And, and the one thing I, I I didn't one thing I didn't hit hit on is the Vikings are they're they're down their their starting center and they're down. Uh, Brian O'Neill, their right tackle. So, and the Giants have a have a nasty D line themselves. So, I mean, Kirk's gonna gonna have to get it out and get it out fast in this game. But it was the same story when we played them a few weeks back. You know, so these teams know each other very well. I I still think the Vikings get the dub, but I think Kirk's gonna get knocked around a little bit. Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Kayvon Thibodeau on the defensive end for the Giants I think he's going to be a big impact especially with O'Neal being out mm-hmm. yep yep gotta rely on Ole Udo yep let's go <laughs> so excited but uh yeah Kirk's gonna take some sacks that are gonna upset me where he's just gonna hold yeah. on to it and it's like no one's open and the defense is coming it's like dude yep. you got just go just do something man you they're, they're gonna they're going to call way too many long developing pass plays and they need to get it out like boom. And it's going to frustrate the heck out of me for four quarters. And then they'll pull <clears> it out somehow. I know how yep. this works. I've seen the movie. <laughs> you start in the movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I wanted to leave at halftime. Well, gentlemen, I do wish you the best of luck with this game. I know you both are have been Viking fans your whole life and stuff like that. White has told me, DJ, we host a Super Bowl party every year, that if the Vikings are in the Super Bowl, he will not be in attendance for the Super Bowl party. He said, I'm just going to be at home in my room, close my door. I don't want anybody around me. I just want to watch the game. But I know there's a long way to go with that, but I'm just saying in general, anytime in our lifetime if the Vikings make the playoffs, I got a feeling it's going to be that same sort of scenario but I do wish you two the best of luck I really do cheer for the Vikings I hope they will do well this playoffs and we'll kind of see we'll kind of see what happens much appreciated thank you sir we need all the good vibes (laughs) I've seen living with Wyatt for a year I've seen uh uh the the ups and the downs of the Vikings he's seen the ups (laughs) and the downs the Titans he was living with me when the Titans had the AFC championship saw me where you were Saw me nearly throw a chair whenever Mahomes had that long, that long scramble in the AFC Championship. I've seen him. 
throw a chair after a Vikings Titans game before. We've we've seen it all through each other. Uh, I've seen you were there then. You were there the day we beat the Saints on that Kyle Rudolph touchdown pass. Yep, yep I was. You and Kyle Williams were, were watching me freak out the whole game. Yep, yes, I was. Good but, times. But, yeah, best of luck, gentlemen. I hope, for your guys' sake, you do see him in the Super Bowl. I really hope so. But uh, let's transition now to the uh, last game on Sunday night, the Sunday night game. We have the number six uh, Baltimore Ravens, 10-7, and seven, at the number three uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 12-4. and four. Uh, Line for that game, Bengals minus seven and an over-under of 42. Um I'll start this game for me. This is a stay away no matter what for the spread because some some people might say in a way you want to get it early and some say you want to get it late. And the big reason for that is we don't know the status of Lamar Jackson. He has not practiced this week. Their backup QB, uh, Tyler Huntley, was very limited with practice today. So they started that Brown, that Anthony Brown, I think his name is. What is Anthony Brown? Yeah, that's <laughs> where that's is he I'm from? Saying. I've never heard of this guy before. Uh, yeah, but uh, nonetheless, they might be on their third string. Uh, QB, I just Bengals. You know, they're they're another team. They were they weren't. That wasn't their teammate, but they were directly involved with the Demar Hamlin incident. They played really, really well against the Ravens last week. I believe they beat the Ravens both times. They played this year, so I think, you know, you've said why it's really hard to beat a team three times. I think the Bengals do. I think the Bengals are looking to – they still have the Super Bowl from last year in their mind, too. They want to run it back. They want to see what they can do again in the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Bengals here. I don't know if I like that minus seven. I don't know if it's going to be a touchdown game. Obviously, like – it's a game, like I said, I'm not touching the spread because I don't know the status of Lamar Jackson. I don't know the status of Tyler Huntley. So we'll have to see kind of what happens there. Um, I guess if I did have to give a play I, as far as the over under a 42, I don't hate that over. I do think that even without um, the, the QB for the Ravens, I think Dobbins is still very, very capable running back. Mark Andrews, very solid tight end. We all know how good the Bengals offense can be. I, I think there'd be a lot of points in this game. So if I had to give a play for this game, I like the over, but I do think Cincinnati moves on and wins this game. So I don't know if DJ or Wyatt wants to go next, whoever wants to. Well, um, uh, <laughs> go ahead, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, so obviously I'm kind of a similar camp as you, Kyle. I don't know if I like the Bengals minus seven. I think the Bengals win this game. I mean, the Ravens are one and four or one and three in their last four. They've just, you know, obviously a lot of that is to do with the injuries at quarterback. You know, it, it doesn't sound like Lamar's going to play. Who knows if Huntley's going to play? Anthony Brown, for, former Oregon Duck. Oh, there um, we go. Yeah. All right. All right. I, was saying, I knew I knew the name. He didn't look terrible last week, if I'm being honest. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's getting thrown into the fire is tough. Um, on the flip side, Joe Burrow's that guy. Like, he's got that it factor. He's a gamer. Uh, and the Bengals have been scorching hot. I mean, they're what probably like ten and one in their last how many ever games? Like yeah. they they struggled to start the season. I mean, they started out zero and two, and they just kind of found it. You know, I mean, they started out what three and or two and three, and then they just caught fire. And from that point on, went ten and one or ten and yeah ten and one. So they're 
they're they're playing well. The team's playing well. You know, obviously the whole being in that Hamlin situation, I think, does help them become more of a team. Kind of helps, um, you know, just understanding the the game you're playing and the risks and rewards and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Bengals are hot. I'll ride Bengals here. I'll take a minus seven. I don't love it. I assume we push. I'd rather have them at six and a half, honestly. Uh, and the public's on the Bengals too, which I hate. Um, but I, I'm pretty confident, probably second most confident, the Bengals are escaping this game with the dub. Yeah, I agree with you too. I the Bengals have, in my mind, a much better team, especially without Lamar Jackson. Um, the Ravens receiving core outside of Andrews is very suspect, and the Bengals have one of the best, you know, one-two punches in the league at uh, receiver. Uh, they did split uh, their two matchups this year. The Ravens won their first one, and obviously the Bengals won uh last weekend but i i like the Bengals. i think the Bengals are are a, they're a sneaky team to to make it back into the super bowl this year and yeah i i just i just don't see the ravens winning this game especially if they don't have lamar yeah yep i would agree to that for sure but yeah it's gonna be an interesting game nonetheless and we'll uh We'll kind of see what happens. Like This is their third matchup. Cincinnati swept them in the regular season, I believe. Probably someone should fact check me on that, but I did. I, I just did. <laughs> they, they split. Oh, they split okay. their games. Okay, that's what that's why we that's why we fact check each other because <laughs> no problem, sir. No problem. That happens. But um yeah, so we'll see. And like I said, this is a, a game that I maybe I would recommend waiting, especially because of the status of Lamar and stuff like that. And if if you like, I guess I should say this, if you like the line at seven, get it now, because I guarantee you when they say who the starting QB, it is going to change like that. It will change either up or down, no matter what happens. If you like that seven, take it. If you want to take a gamble, maybe get a lower line or a little bit bigger line, then, then wait. So that is what I will say on that for my closing thoughts. But let's move on to the last game of the wild card, the Monday night football game between the uh, five seed Dallas Cowboys coming in with a 12 and five record at the number four Tampa Bay Buccaneers with an eight and nine record. That game is the Monday night game being played at 7:15 on ESPN. Line right now Cowboys minus two and a half and an over under of 45 and a half. Uh, DJ, you want to start off this game? Yeah, we got the poor man's Vikings here. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, they just kind of find ways to win, but they haven't done it as efficiently. Obviously, they're eight and nine. Um, and probably one of the worst teams against the spread this year. I don't know if that's the Tom Brady effect or everyone thinking Tampa Bay is amazing and they just really haven't been good. Um, they're they're four and twelve in the season at covering the spread. I mean, they're just awful. But I don't like Dallas. I don't think Dallas is good. Um, you know, their defense has made a lot of steps. Uh, but Diggs, probably one of the worst corners we've ever seen. I mean, people think he's so good because he can catch a ball. <laughs> he should be playing receiver. Because he doesn't right. cover anybody. Yeah. He's one of the worst, like, coverage guys. He gets picks. He does. But he also gets cooked a lot. If you run a double move on Diggs, you have a touchdown every time. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, I feel like Dallas has just been, you know, they they made a push for the NFC East, and they had a chance, you know, Giants win. But then they just get slapped by the commanders. Maybe that's a fluke. I don't know. I just don't like Dallas. Uh, when they haven't been able to establish the run, they are – terrible um and what is tampa bay really good at 
stopping the run. They usually have a good front. Now, I know last week they did get cooked a little bit on the ground by Atlanta, but they were kind of resting some guys, and they weren't. You know, it wasn't a must-win game for Tampa Bay, so I don't really take that into consideration. On the whole, Tampa Bay is pretty good at stopping the run. So I think Tampa Bay is going to stop the run. It's going to force Dak to make plays, and that's when things go south for the Cowboys. They always have. Uh, if you can establish the run, like Dallas did against the Vikings, it's over. You got it. Like, they're, they're unstoppable at that point. You know, they have the weapons, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, my, my dog, Michael Gallup, who cannot stay healthy. Um, you know, they got they got some guys. Uh, Noah Brown, low-key gem when Cooper Rush is playing. But, yeah, they, and they have the best backup quarterback in the league, Cooper Rush. But all that aside, um, I'm going Tampa Bay with the upset here. I, 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 I like Tampa Bay. It's going to be the grossest game you've ever watched. Let's just get that out of the way early. Um, but Tampa is going to find a way to win. They just – it's Tom Brady. It's the playoffs. And let's not talk. Tampa Bay's offense has weapons. Like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are insane. Yep. Um, you know, they have a decent running back kind of group. You, I would say they have some dudes uh, and they have Tom Brady. And I, I just, I would, I would much rather have my money on Tom Brady than at home, especially because uh, side note did not mention this. Dallas is terrible on the road. They're not good on the road. They struggle on the road. Um, yeah, I'm all over Tampa Bay. This is my, I guess, favorite upset, even though it's only two and a half points, but it's going to be a tough game for Dallas. It's going to be a gross game and Tampa Bay is going to make a drive at the end of the game, kick a field goal and win. Yeah, I'm, I'll go next because I'm right there with you, DJ. I also have Tampa Bay, uh, pulling off the upset here. We can throw analytics in there and stuff like that. I'm just going to throw one basic point. I don't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I just, it's, it's done. It's done me well, even before I was betting when I would just, you know, we used to do it with my family, we'd fill out a bracket for the NFL. Uh, my, my, just me my brother, my dad, we'd fill out a bracket for the NFL and would see how we do. And even when I did that, I, I don't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. And until he proves otherwise, I don't care how old he is. He's the goat. I'm going to ride with him in the playoffs. Like you said, DJ, uh, Godwin, Evan, Evans, very, very solid one, two wide receiver. And the thing too, and, and you make this point all the time, DJ, I didn't know how I felt about it, but now that I've been watching Dallas, I agree with it. Elliot shouldn't even be starting. Pollard is a way better running back than Elliot is. So uh, yeah, I think yeah. they got it all wrong in Dallas. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree with you on that take. I agree with you on this game. Maybe that's a bad thing, but I don't care. I'm not riding against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I also like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this game. If Elliot yeah. wasn't paid an asinine amount of money, he would not be starting. Like, it's literally to save face. Like, you can't have your backup running back making that much. And that's why he starts. Um, I don't know what happened to him. Elliot used to be good. And he just, like – One just of the best. Looks, yeah, he used to be one of the best in the league. And he just looks gross running. Like, plays he used to turn from, like, a two-yard gain into an eight-yard gain, he's barely getting the two yards. And it, he just looks slow. He doesn't <sighs> – and Tony Pollard just makes plays. He gets yeah. less opportunities and makes way more plays. Uh, far and away the better back. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very anti-Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the running back position, father time comes a lot quicker than it does for a lot of other guys. Yep. But you know, speaking of father time being undefeated, Tom Brady, I, like you said, Kyle, I don't, I don't care how old he is. He could be 46, 25. He could be 86. I'm not betting against him in the playoffs. Not not happening. And Dak Prescott, it's it's going to come down to you, buddy. You know, if 
if the Cowboys want to win this game, he's going to have to make plays, and I just don't trust him to make plays. He is a poor man's Kirk Cousins. There I said it. Dakery Prescott. Dakery Prescott. I got I got the Buccaneers in this one as well, boys. All right. Let's go. I don't know if I like how uh, how much we're agreeing with each other on this. <laughs> it's almost well, every game, yeah. except well, for the the what one was it? The Jags, Jags Chargers. Chargers yep. Yeah. That was the only one we were like. Yeah. I will say this about the if if the Cowboys do manage to eke out a win. They are a they are a sneaky team, but I just I don't trust I don't I don't trust Matt, Mike McCarthy either. I don't trust any of them. He's a terrible head coach. Awful. Yeah. Like Jerry Jones has to be kicking himself that he can't hire Sean Payton because oh, they're yeah. making the playoffs. He has to be kicking himself because he wants he wants Sean Payton in that job so bad. More than anything, hundred percent. But uh. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. Well, gentlemen, that was a good breakdown of all the games really quick. I just got some prompts just about the NFL that we're just going to give our predictions here real quick. I got five prompts here that we're going to just make our predictions and we will, we'll, we'll maybe run it back and see how uh, we feel about this. But uh, so let's start with the first one. What do you feel like is the highest seed, like a high seed team that is likely to get upset either in the wild card round or if you want to like include a one seed in the next round after that. So what is a high seed that you expect to get upset? Uh, DJ, I'll start with you. Um, You want a wild take? Eileen Eagles um, for high seed that I think is going to get upset. Um, you know, they, they've not been playing well. Obviously, a lot of that is due with injury, but that's just how it is. Like they are starting the playoffs at a bad time. You know, you start this playoff midseason they're going to just run through everybody in the NFC. Maybe not the AFC, but they're running through everyone in the NFC. Um, but yeah, with, with Lane Johnson and their injuries, um, it's just, they're, they're, it depends who they get matched up with. You know, if it's the right team, I could see them getting upset. Um, again, that's all dependent on who they get matched up with. Um, if I had to go with the first round one, I would go um, the 49ers. You know, you got, a, you got a rookie guy in the playoffs. Playoffs is a little different than regular season. Things change a little bit. They scheme. You get different coverages. And the Seahawks are no joke. They have a good defense. They're fundamental. They run the ball. They, you know, they got two good wideouts in Lockett and uh, Metcalf. And Geno looks looks the part. He looks like a he looks like an actual quarterback in the NFL for the first time ever. Um, so that that'd be my second one. But I, I think the Eagles are in a bad spot right now because even Hurts isn't fully healthy. And that that game against the Giants backups, though they somewhat dominated, it didn't look that great. Right. Uh, you know, they, they did get the win and they won easily, but it's like, dude, you're playing the second string giants, like not that big of an accomplishment. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I, but for, for the sake of, uh, for the sake of being different, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick the chiefs. And yeah. that's just simply because I think that both the bills and the Bengals are just a little bit more hungry than, than the chiefs are. And uh, I'm not going to spoil because I know I, I know what the prompts are for the next couple of questions. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil who my Super Bowl prediction is, but yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you on on the Eagles either. I would love for it to be the Vikings that upset them too. I would we'll love for that to happen. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting that rematch since week two because that 24 to seven score was not 
that score doesn't tell the story of how that game actually went. The Vikings had chances in that game that they just so they many, so it. many chances. They, they just they pissed it down their leg, and and I I just know that if they if they had been had they replayed that game like the next day, it would have been at least much closer. So I I've been wanting that rematch since ever since then. So I would love it for for it to be us, but I don't see the Eagles making the Super Bowl because I think that there are other teams in the NFC that can go in and upset them as well. Okay. Very good. Uh, I also had the Eagles. I do think I agreed with all the points that DJ said, but just for the sake of being different as well, I'll go with another team. I think the game's going to be very, very close. Don't hate me for it, but I'm going to go the Vikings just for the, their playoff history and how they've been. And stuff like that. I'm sorry. I I'm I I'd love to be wrong here. I would, but that's just that's just where I'm gonna go. I'm just going off of history and also for the fact that I think this game is gonna be very, very close with the Giants. I do think they pull out the win still, but I do find this game to be very, very close. So don't hate me for it. I still love you guys. Uh, it's it's too late. Yeah, the deed's <laughs> been done. The deed's been done. You already broke my heart. Uh all right. So let's go now to the a low seed that you think could make a run in the playoffs. So um, I'll, I'll start with this one. And DJ actually alluded to the point I was going to make. I, I love Seattle. I think if Seattle can, can pull off and beat the 49ers, I think they very well could beat the Eagles as well. And I think they could make a run in the playoffs. You know, San Francisco's playing really, really good ball right now on offense and defense. So I think if they can beat a talented team like San Francisco, I think they can go the distance quite a bit. So I like if if they pull off the upset, I don't think they will. But if they can pull off the upset to San Francisco, I think they can beat Philadelphia and I think they can go really far in the playoffs. So I'm going to go Seattle for my low team to maybe make a run. Uh, Wyatt, what do you got for your low team that might make a run? Yeah, this, this one, this is a tough question because I – I'm not totally in love with a lot of the like the five, six, seven uh, teams in this in this in the playoffs here this year, and I, so I'm gonna go with a, a little different on this one. I think the Jaguars could be uh-huh. sneaky in this. I know that I know they're a four seed. I know they won their division, but they are nine and eight, so I'm gonna consider them a low seed. Um, right. I think that I think that they could. I think they could come go in, and and potentially make it to the to the AFC Championship game. I don't think they'll go to the Super Bowl by any means, but I, I think that they could they can pull off an upset or two. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the winner of this Chargers Jaguars game could make a run. Um, so I'm leaning Chargers obviously because I think Chargers are going to win this game. Um, but on paper, the Chargers have, you know, a lot of the key things you need. They have talent. You know, they have a star running back. They have star receivers. They have a great quarterback. They have a solid defense. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think the Chargers can make a run. If the Chargers lose to the Jags, I think the Jags can make a run for sure. Um, these are both teams that you don't want to play, in my opinion. They're, they're lower seeds that you just don't you don't want to play. And like you mentioned, Wyatt, I'm not in love with a lot of the other low seeds. Like, you know, I obviously I can't choose the Giants because that's perjury or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever the word is for going against your country. Um, Seattle, you know, I have them as yeah, yeah, treason. That's treason, exactly. <laughs> Seattle has a tough matchup with the 49ers, though I think they have a chance. I just it's tough. 
Uh, and then Baltimore just has so many injuries. Miami has so many injuries. It's like it kind of ruins them because uh, they're not healthy. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with the Chargers here. Um, Justin And Justin Herbert, he, he can make it happen. All right. Very good. Well, I know for these other ones, we've kind of said, well, we're, we're going to try to be different. This this one, you just got to say it because if we're all the same, we're all the same. But we're going to do our predictions now. We're going to do both the teams that we're going to win our conferences, and then we'll uh, predict who we got winning the Super Bowl. So let's start in the AFC. Who do you guys have winning the AFC? Deej, I'll start with you. This one's tough. It's either the Bills or the Bengals. I'm leaning Bills right now. Um, just momentum, everything going on, and um, – I just I like their team a little more. Um, I know they've struggled, but it they're the two seed and they have it's tough to play. Um, it's tough to play in um in Buffalo. So I, I go Bills over Bengals here, but I would not be surprised if the Bengals make this run. Okay, White. I'm I'm all in on Buffalo on this. Like I said before, ever since they lost uh, to the Chiefs last year, I think that they've been just dying to get back to this point. And with the with the ham with everything with Demar Hamlin, I think that they're even more hungry now. I I'm all in on the Bills. Okay, well, once again, we're all in similarities here. Again, I also like Buffalo to win the AFC again. Like you said, the Demar Hamlin thing has really given them motivation. And even before that, they've been playing really, really good football as of lately. Josh Allen's played really, really well. I know you don't like him, Wyatt, but Diggs has had a very, very solid <laughs> yeah. season so far. Their defense has played solid. I really like the Bills to win the AFC as well. So we're going to have a, a clean sweep on the a- AFC. But like DJ threw out, Bengals is honorable mention. I do like the Chiefs as well. I know it's chalk as a one seed, but I do think that they're the next best team in the AFC if the Bills don't make it. I think the Chiefs will. So, so that's our AFC projections. We're all going with... The Bills. Let's go to the NFC. Who do you guys got winning the NFC? Uh, Wyatt, we'll start with you this time. I got I got San Francisco. Uh, they have been red hot lately, red hot. And you know, I, I, we said it before. Brock Purdy's playing well. They got McCaffrey back there. Debo. They they're loaded on defense. They are a team that has been they've been ready to win it all for several years now. They just haven't been able to get all the pieces together. I think this is the year that they finally get back to the Super Bowl. So that's my prediction for the NFC. Okay. Deej? I'm right with Wyatt. I got the 49ers as well. I mean, it's really (laughs) – the NFC is kind of a joke, like, compared to the AFC. Like, I think some of the best teams are in the AFC. The NFC has kind of been down as of recent. Uh, I think if sneaky teams, the Bucks though. I think if the Bucks can get some momentum going, I think they have a chance. They have it all on paper, um, but I, I lean the 49ers. They're just the most complete team, and the only thing really holding them back is the question mark at quarterback. Like, what are we going to see out of playoff Purdy? Because I've seen some gross things out of Purdy, and I've also seen some amazing things out of him. Um, you know, obviously, a lot, lot on the line there, but I just think complete a complete team, the 49ers defense alone is good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. Well, we're either going to look like uh, geniuses or we're going to look like a bunch of idiots because I'm also taking San Francisco to win the NFC. They're playing just phenomenal. Christian McCaffrey's playing really well. They're finally getting George Kittle in on the mix. 
Ayuk uh, is playing really well. Their defense is playing phenomenally. They've been on a hot streak as of lately, and I think they're they're I think they're more talented than the Eagles. Myself, I think they 49ers actually deserve the one seed a little more than the Eagles do. I think they're the best team in the NFC, so I'm also with you guys. I also like San Francisco to win. But DJ, you nailed a a team that I was going to mention as well, the Bucks. But to to make it up for you guys, I'll also say that I do think the Vikings could make a pretty decent run in the playoffs this year if they get hot. If they play if they play like they did in the second half against the Colts, they can beat any team in the NFL. I will say that. So. They're a team of destiny, so I agree, Kyle. Yep. So I, I've thought that before, too, and gotten burned. I'm not going <laughs> to – I hope that's right. I hope that's true, but I'm not going to – I'm not going to – Hitch my horse to that wagon. Nope, I don't. I don't blame you. It's good, <laughs> good, to, good to stay out of it. But all right, well, all three of us, we have the same thing. We got uh, Buffalo, San Francisco. All of us do for the Super Bowl. Let's talk about who's winning in here. I think it's going to be an electric matchup. I think both these teams are very, very talented. For me, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to experience and inexperience. The Bills are a very experienced. Uh, playoff team they've played really really solid games they played with the best teams i'm gonna take the bills to win the the super bowl and that is gonna be my play uh wyatt <laughs> i think we're gonna have another agreement here uh because i i got the bills as well but i i also have a, a little bit of a of a postseason hot take if the 49ers find themselves falling short of a super bowl victory this year my hot take is that they take themselves and they knock on the front door of a certain Thomas Edward Brady and they hand him a blank check for a one year deal and they get the job done next year. That is my prediction. I mean, it, it seems to all be lining up for that. He is a free agent at the end of this season. He grew up a 49ers fan. He finishes his career off in San Fran with a with a Super Bowl, and but this year it's going to go to the Bills. I think the Bills have been hungry for several years now, and they've never been hungrier than they are right now. All right, I like it, DJ. We're going to make it a sweep on all of them. I'm I'm going way out. I'm going 49ers here. Okay. Best defense beats best offense. 49ers have the best defense. I don't know if the Bills have the best offense. The Bills might be a more complete team. Uh, but I think the 49ers defense is single-handedly going to get them to the Super Bowl, and then I think it's single-handedly going to win them the Super Bowl. Uh, it's it's tough to win when you don't score. Uh, 49ers defense just – they get, create turnovers. They don't allow points. And their offense, as of right now, has been good enough, both at establishing the run and the pass, to get it done. Now, it's out there because you're asking a Mr. Irrelevant rookie quarterback to do something no one's ever done. Um. So it's 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 out there, but uh, I'm I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean on the best defense. I'm gonna go 49ers. Okay, so we're not in agreement there, but we both have the same matchup, and I think it could go either way. So we'll kind of see how it goes. But uh, White, it's been a long time coming. You should have been on the show probably way earlier than what you did, but we do appreciate having you on. You chatting up NFL with us. It was good catching up to you as always. Uh, Really quick, what's the what's the Twitter handle for you so people can give you a follow that are listening? Yeah, it's at Westo Bale, W-E-S-T-O-B-A-L-E. It's a, it's a little bit of a 
Batman reference from when I was like 14 years old and created that account. So, uh, it's I can change it, but it's 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 far too late. That's that's who I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, thank you for having me, and you know, have me back on sometime. Oh, we will. Yeah, yes, sir. Always enjoy chopping it up with you, especially when it comes to the NFL. You seem to be able to hold your own in arguments, and I respect that. <laughs> yep. We we. You you know our, my friends, DJ. Obviously, you were a groomsman at my wedding. Wyatt was a groomsman at our wedding. You know all our friends. You can about imagine with that group the more debates we have and stuff like that. Sometimes, like, some people, I won't name names, but you have horrible takes, and you have to defend a pretty obvious take against a horrible take. And sometimes we just have really heated arguments in general. So Wyatt is very good at holding his own in those. And uh, – there's a few other people that uh, maybe could have came on the show, but we wanted to get Wyatt on and Wyatt deserved to be on for sure. I know we had some other friends who are really close with the NFL who will come on the show eventually, but Wyatt had to be, had to be the guy. Yep. Oh yeah. Thanks again, guys. Yes. Appreciate it. And that'll do it for our NFL preview show. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 79. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Coda Kyle and DJ for 79 episodes. Wrap it up for us, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at DJ Low 4422. Thank you for tuning in and tune in next week for another electric episode. Skull. Deuces. <laughs>